episode 16 of the Hip Hop Scotland podcast. Today we've got Clarissa with us. How are you getting ooh, on? Ooh. Hey. Let's go. Hello, oh. Sanjeev. How are you? So, I am all right. I'm all right. Um, just busy as ever, doing music and uh, just everything. I a lot going on right now, but it kind of seems that you're you're doing the same right now. You're popping up everywhere. Um, Thank you. Every angle you look at, uh, social media and stuff. You've got gigs. You've got music yep. coming soon. Um, yeah. You were you were quite like kind of at the beginning of the lockdown. I feel like mm-hmm. is when you were really sort of coming into sort of and Scottish hip hop wise. I know you've been doing it for a while though, haven't you? So, mm-hmm. but obviously I know you released um, in twenty twenty one. So, yeah. I so like yeah. for people that don't know who you are, explain a bit about you and the type of music you made make, and also sort of your journey over the years. Right. Um, yeah, so on you go. What's good, people? My name is Clarissa Wood. For anybody who doesn't know me already, I'm Glasgow-based, born in London, based in Glasgow. I'm half Mauritian, half Scottish. I've been bringing music out, I'd say, probably for the last few years. I'd say more seriously over the last couple of years. Um, Last year, I brought out my first debut EP ever called Honey, I'm Gone. Um, It bangs. (laughs) Thank you very much. So it was the first kind of body of work that I really worked on, really brought my vision for life with and really had my full input and just kind of put it all together and said, okay, this is what I want to do with this, you know, and we've done it. Shout out up to Standard, my guy, Mobile, Sammy, all the gang, everybody, you know, just everybody came through, Sony Jules, everybody who helped me, it was like part of my creation ideas the tiny things I was sitting at home just chopping up ideas to actually putting it into action and sitting in meetings and talking about it and putting it together so it was a very exciting project um so exciting very bittersweet but yeah I'm literally just riding the wave of that still just now, you know, the reception format when I put it out was crazy, which is the maddest thing because I didn't actually take into consideration at the time um, a marketing budget or as big a marketing budget as I wanted to actually push it more and advertise it. So based off the reception of just us promoting, self-promotion, you know, it was a crazy reception and again, just love to everybody who picked up on it who listened to it who really deeped it you know really listened really again promoted it put me on Spotify playlists magazine radio shows like there's so much that happened that even when I talk about it to this day I forget until I go and look back on like where my CV is where like I keep notes of everything yeah, yeah. that's I've done a happen and I really like ah, like and then even at that sometimes I forget I come about and someone will be like oh I remember when da, 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 da. you know yeah. It's just, yeah so I really was I'm really grateful really pleased and really blessed that um it got the reception that it did people picked up on it the way they did as well sometimes good journey, so. to kind of um to kind of just take that minute and look back because mm. I think sometimes you just forget in the zone yeah, rushing about every day and you don't like have time to look at what you've achieved or the experiences yeah. you've been through and that all obviously adds and up also, to make an artist I, think, I guess yeah I think it's important as well as an artist to 
because everyone there's different stages of your life so you're going to be going through different energies you're going to project different things you're going to want to you want to express it in this way or that way I think it's important to kind of sit back and realize as well like what message did it give out what did people pick up from it you know like what did they take from that what did they what did they understand what did they not um so just interesting to hear feedback and really kind of just reflect on it and yeah really deep like yeah how it made people feel yeah because the first time i really heard you was attitude problem and i was like holy shit i think this is (laughs) this is absolute fire like straight away straight away I was like oh my god why have I not heard of this like Scottish yeah. rapper man I was like well I was like what's yeah, so mean before that it was just things like oh Ron again these were just like things that Don kind of put out I didn't really ever push myself or know how to kind of brand myself and yeah I think sometimes I can be quite like humble in that sense like I'll be with people and they're like why don't you like promote yourself better da 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 I'm just yeah, yeah. not that you know, I was, so, but I feel like the people around me help me do that and they kind of do it for me as well. Do you know what I mean? Which I really do appreciate. Yeah, yeah, I get, I get what you mean about like sometimes you feel like you shouldn't share and all the things you do and all that. Um, I don't even, think, do you know yeah. what it is? I don't even think about it like that. Like I just, mm-hmm. yeah, I really don't until I go into like interviews. Like this is something where I realize, okay, you have to explain what you've done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> really, then, like, because a lot of people say it to me, like, I don't know if it's like you're too humble, but da 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 da, da and I'm just, yeah, but um, you know, that's what it is. Yeah. So um, I've seen like something I read. I think it was that you actually did start making music and creating like for was it ten years or something. So like, you how did thought, yeah? How did sort of that happen? Um, and what like. Yeah, how, so how did you first get involved in rapping or music or whatever genre you, well, you kind of came in? I've always been singing since a baby. I've always been so um, blues, a lot of old, old school, um, deep south music, like a lot of mixture, you know, because I've come from a Mauritian and Scottish family, but then also yeah. had like my Jamaican side as well, my uncle who, and my stepdad who influenced my life a lot and they're very big music heads. So all the genres that I grew up on was just, even on my dad's side, was like rock. But even in the sense of rock, they liked a lot of, um, they liked a lot of soul. So everything yeah. was just, yeah. So it was always kind of in me, like the way I just sang. And then I always had singing lessons, etc. And But I'm always shy. Like I always would, like people would say when as a kid as well, you would stand behind a curtain, belt your voice out, but you don't want anybody looking at you. And I was like, okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then about 17, honestly, it's, um, I actually heard like Nicki Minaj, like comments of life, like, um, yes, Nicki Minaj. Um, what is it? If you could, you'll give it to me. I'll be gonna do whatever shit I go. Oh, yeah, that other song, but that hard song. So, one of those songs, it like came out, and then that just influenced me to go on a whole kind of different little fun. Rappy thing. I just, I actually just wanted to try it to see if I could do it. Yeah. And at first, I was like, obviously trying to do the whole American thing. People would always be like, like, what are you doing? Like, why? Yeah. Like, but my uncle is well, my uncle, and my dad, like, always says to me, like, why are you trying to do? It was my uncle that says to me one day. Actually, he was like, you know, you can rap. He's like, but you know, if you ever like, if you make it one day and something you're in an interview and someone you're talking Scottish, people are just going to be confused by you doing it. <laughs> and I was always like, because back then, like, I. Scottish rap wasn't a thing. Like to me, I'd never heard. Yeah, it wasn't like anybody in the doing. I guess. 
you know, and I never heard anybody in a Scottish da, 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 da. we always just sang or whatever. Like the guys mm-hmm. that I grew up around, you know what I mean? They were more um Nigerian based, American based, um, London, coming to Glasgow or whatever. So it was like just different accents. So then it wasn't until fast forward a few years of just messing about, messing about. And then had so much like emotion through certain situations that I ended up writing um a couple of rap songs. Okay. Was, like Money Clap, um it's like Meat Mill, what you call it, Meat Mill instrumentals, all them kind of tracks back in the day. Oh, okay. Yeah. Instrumentals to all those stuff that's like on Southlife. That's when I then fell into just naturally. Like it wasn't and that's the thing I noticed about myself. I can't force things. People can tell me something at some point. And I might not understand that or I might get it, you know, but it takes me to something hits me and then it just naturally comes to me. Then that's yeah. when I just kind of started naturally fall onto the whole rap kind of thing. Um, and then from there, it just kind of kept going. Like, I think people obviously from my family and people who know me, know me, knew like I was always a singer, but then people yeah. from the outside nor just then ended up knowing me as like Clarissa, um, the rapper. You know? Yeah, so were you like releasing music or was this like your first... Um, the first thing he actually released in twenty nah, nineteen. Nah, before this, I released um, "Run," which was a summer banger. I dropped that a few years ago. I love that song. Um, that was twenty nineteen, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, you're right, actually. And then I had "Money Clap" as well. Actually, with the song "Run" as well, I ended up getting um, uh, through DF concerts. Actually, I got. Put on to Tion Wayne support act. Um, oh, no way. Dino, support act, you know, as well. So it was, that was in 2019 and 2020. It was like the end of 2019 and started to 2020. I'd done Dino, then I'd done Tion Wayne. And it was nice. that whole run song. We'd done that. I brought out dancers. I'd done a whole routine choreo. Oh, it was sick. It was fun. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, that sounds amazing. That was a vibe. That was so banging. Um, so, yeah, like, was that, were you in London then or? Like when you started what music, like when you started making music, were you in London? Because it's like you were you from London, aren't you? You were born there, all. Yeah, I was born yeah. London, so I was always like I was raised between like Glasgow and London, mainly right, okay. Glasgow. But all my family is um, London-based. My Mauritian side, um, and my Jamaican side as well. So I'm always in London, basically, yeah. in my family. Do you know what I mean? So, but. My whole music creation started in Glasgow. I actually started from days of going to college and being there and being like, oh, what is this? You know, and unless that because I used to do music in college, so unless oh, I was right. in the studio yeah. on yeah. the theory side, I just wasn't into. So I would always like I would just not go into college those days and I'd sit at home and literally my dad had a computer. That's when the first like Macs and stuff started coming out. So I was like gaff, I'd sit at home and we had the garage fan on gaff. Yeah. Mac, I used to download beats from YouTube and I just used to start doing my thing. I used to put a towel over my head and when I tell you, I used to go in, I used to go, uh, it was so fun. Like my dad came back as well one day and I, I told him like sat at the back, he was on the cigarette, I was like, put your headphones on, listen to that, so he put his headphones on. On my life, I nearly seen him cry. I literally saw the emotion and my dad is not really like that as well. Like yeah. Do you know what I mean? But he's more like Eastern lads lad type thing. But he's I saw like the emotion in his eye that night, and that's when I realised as well, like that what I feel inside is real. Because I when I put that out there the way I need to, the way I uh, it naturally comes out. Like I see it in other people, we feel it, you know. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, that sounds um I think yeah, you can see like obviously seeing what it meant to him. Mm-hmm. Probably like spurred you on, I would have thought, because I don't know what it's like when you see like someone's reaction like that, because that was sort of like when I started making beats, like I was just making it because I needed something to do in lockdown. And then like mm. a few of my pals heard them, they were like, by the way, these beats are good enough to like be with rappers and like on on platforms and stuff. And I was like, mm-hmm. I don't know. But I had to they almost had to convince me to mm-hmm. start like contacting people. Um, right. and that's sort of just how it happened because it wasn't for them saying that then I probably would never have like bothered I would have just kept making beats and yeah and that well, would never really win anymore so I do highly believe people do definitely come into your life to sometimes give you that extra push or something that you didn't know you needed or that you needed to do yeah. to that next step you know so 100% yeah it's kind of like just how everything like um everything is sort of ha- like happens for a reason I guess so you're meant to meet the people you meet so that would Perhaps. happen if you know what I mean so like Perhaps. yeah yeah I believe that highly yeah it's definitely um, something that I do think about yeah it's an energy thing as well I think when you deliver something and you're conscious of like my last gig as well, I thought about the message and the energy I wanted to put out, you know, and I'd done that and I come off stage and the first thing people say to me was like, it's just about everything that they felt or took from that. And that's what, and that's all I wanted to do. I don't want to do too much. I was like, I should just be able, do you know, if you feel, then you will, do you know what I mean? You, you, um, what's the words? You project an energy, you know, and yeah, yeah. Can, they, they pick up on it, and that's all you need. Sometimes you just see a look, you see a set, you feel an energy, you just know, you know, you kind of know what you need to do. Yeah, you sort of know straight away if somebody is liking it or whatever, like, yeah, or you can sort of see yeah, judge their reaction. Yeah, but, um, I was going to ask you actually, since we're talking about how you got into music and stuff, um, mm-hmm. you've mentioned it a little bit, but. Who were like your influences, both sort of musically and um, outside of music? I know we mentioned beforehand about just listening yeah. to loads of different stuff growing up. Um, yeah, so yeah, what definitely. what influenced you musically? Um, I would say definitely in terms of like consciousness and just knowledge, wisdom. Mm-hmm. Like the message that you put out there in life, the important, like the 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 weight behind your words, yeah. um, the power of your words, everything. Like I know we can um, we can all play about with it sometimes, but I do like feel lucky to say that I very very much believe that music is a spiritual thing and it's not to be played with, you know. And I do believe yeah. we do play with it sometimes. Sometimes you see like the repercussions of it or whatever, but yeah, definitely growing up, we grew up in very a very old school sound, you know? So we grew up on the Bob Marley's, um, Diana King's, Aretha Flack Franklin's, yeah. um, Bob Marley and the Wailers, Foxy Brown's, um, Dad's side, like Shaddy's. Um, yeah. <laughs> just out old school soul, old school R&B, old school blues, jazz, like between my dad, again, like I say, my dad's side, yeah. where he likes more rock, 
um, and my aunties as well, but they like that soul, that deep blues from the deep south, you know. Again, on my mum's side, like what my mum, my aunties and my uncle always had us listening to, it was just all soul, do you know what I mean? It was yeah, jazz, yeah. it was funk. So I think that was always kind of, yeah, it's always like, it's just something that's part of me, it's in my blood. And then obviously me growing up into a teenager now, like, discovering all my new sounds as a little girl like pop I like like I love J-Lo like J-Lo was my girl I love Beyonce obviously every little girl does you know I yeah. love yeah. I just love like I just I also love like I think with these women as well just again how just like you have just self-presented yourself I just love everything that Beyonce as a woman um, portrayed, yeah. you know, from her from her tenacity to her work ethic. Just the strength as well, just like the qualities. Yeah. The strength is incredible, yeah. So, um, but then again, I've got like, you can go underground, you know what I mean? I like people like video, like people like I can't think off the top of my head until yeah. I go back through my, do you know what I mean? From back in like, to early 2000s go back through all my playlists to just like, yeah, some yeah. of the craziest things and I've got the most that's what my late partner he used to say to me all the time like I love your playlist that you go through it and it's just the most it's everything you, you love just put into one and I was like literally yeah. it's just every genre that yeah. I love or fuck so, so I'm very like I'm very open I'm very diverse and that does that, that comes from being in such a diverse family and being yeah. well connected with all sides of my family you know I'm very in touch with myself and my heritage and my roots and stuff so yeah I think that does um, kind of open up a, a lot of t- different sounds because like I'm sort of similar with my like Indian heritage and like Punjabi heritage where mm-hmm. like I grew up here in Bangra I grew up here in Bollywood I grew up here and all that but then I also mm-hmm. for my brother I grew up listening to like 50 Cent and Tupac um, yeah, and then through school, like I kind of got into my rock phase, like my, my mm-hmm. metal, um, mm-hmm. and all, and all the new metal and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's sort of I feel like because of that, it gives us like a it, it gives us an advantage. I think because we are open yeah. to all these different sounds and we can put different yeah. things together. Um, yeah. so I don't know what you think about that. I uh, like that as well because that's even with my late partner when he came into my life as well. He was very like that. He's he's very universal. He's tra- he's like he's travelled a lot. He's been around. Do you know what I mean? He's Nigerian, but he's travelled to America, to Scotland, and just even the music that he that because I liked a lot of like deep south yeah. hip hop rap. Me and my brother growing up like we right, didn't really grow up stuff. like. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yes, exactly. You're Andre 3000s. Love it, Cass. You're Rakeem's, everybody. Yeah. Um, Bad Boy Shine, all of them. Like, just everybody. So when he came into my life as well and brought that, he then brought in the whole, again, the deeper kind of going back, back into hip-hop. He really took his... Obviously, at my age, I'm probably starting more off. So, okay, like Tupac, Biggie Smalls. Yeah, yeah. Everybody knows it. Like, but it's more like 50 Cent, it's Snoop Dogg's. And he's taking me back. Do you know what I mean? He's taking yeah. me back to even like Harlem days. Um, yeah, the Von DMCs, DMXs, you know. Um, yeah. The, the Camerons, oh, the, the Joe Santanas, all that. So yeah. that was also the other side that I love because I also grew up in a lot of... American music as well. I think back then we grew. I mean, I wasn't really into this. 
I was never into garage or like YouTube mm-hmm. grind and stuff. I like some of it, I'm not going to lie, but it wasn't my thing. It was definitely more American music. So then again, then the fellow cooties, the whole Nigerian Afrobeat side of it, which then yeah. again, going back to my Marishan heritage, you know, it just opened up a whole nother kind of funnel and a tunnel for me that it was just like, yeah, I've always been very exposed to like a wide, wide range of music. And I just, I love that about my life. I'm not going to lie. And then I've got my people as well. What I love about like my guys, they will send me as well. Like we have that connection with they'll just or even my cousins will hit me up and send me hear this in the track, this and it like it's just like yeah. a flow of music in my life. It's like coming and going all the time. It's nice. Yeah, I don't really know like what I would do without music. I don't know if you're like that. I don't know if it's like is yep. that something that you rely yep. on every day to like on get through life. things. Well, you know, I actually realised the other day for the first time, I realised where music actually comes from and stems from I mean, I always remember this one moment, we'll get into it or anything, but when I was younger, it was just a situation. And I remember I was with my brother and we were just both sad and we were like crying. And I just remember the only yeah. thing, I just, out of nowhere, I just started singing. And I always remember the way my brother looked at me that day. Like, he was shocked. But for me, it was my saviour. And I didn't actually keep that until the other day. I just, one day, I just, something just clicked in my head. I just clicked, yeah. I, I realised, like, your music does come from your pain. It doesn't, I'm not saying it doesn't come from it, but it is. It really yeah, does come from my pain or, like, what I've been yeah. through, you know? And it's like that, I do realise that is my saviour. Like, when I get really frustrated or whatever, like, I'll try all these different things and all it takes is me to wake up in the morning and I literally go in there and I sing my heart out and on my life, I feel so much better. And I look to the sky and I literally laugh because I'm like, this is all I need. Like, and, I'm just, yeah. and that's when you know it's a call and it's a gift. Like, even with me and my late partner, actually, we had an argument one day and it was the funniest thing ever. Like, I got so frustrated. I went into the kitchen for an hour straight I yeah. sang songs back to back off the top of my head with the instrument, da, 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 da. and then I swear after that, I just like I looked around and it's like I went in a zone and I come out and I walked yeah. into the living room and he was just so sad at the same place and we just looked at each other and we burst out laughing and he even was like, "We feel better, right?" And I was like, "Oh my god, I feel so much better now." And then I swear we were just good after that, and I always realised that that is my outlet. Yeah. And that's why. It, I believe it is a gift that I do need to share more of, but it's like more mm-hmm. obviously the, the rapping side I've been diving into. Whereas now, obviously, after everything, rest in peace, Tony Jones, you know what I mean? After my best friend partner for 13 years on and off passed away, it's like it's changed a lot of things, yeah. a lot of dynamics, a lot of just the way I, I move now, just the way I think, yeah. the way I operate, the whole purpose, and just deepen a lot of things in life. So, yeah, the music's about to go in a whole different direction, and I'm excited for that because it's neat. It needs to happen, you know. Yeah, like the way you're talking about music there, it was like it was just so like exactly how I feel because like I'm just so glad that uh, you probably feel like this as well, but you kind of that you found your your calling, um, yeah. and you found your your passion because so many folk don't, yeah. so yeah, many folk yeah. go their whole life without finding that thing that makes them happy and. Uh, well, it sounds like you found it. Like it really does. The way the way you've you've been speaking about um, sure. yeah, the, the kind of impact of music. Um, and when yeah. you said about um, your partner and stuff, like mm-hmm. something similar, like it changes the way you think. Um, because yep. last year, um, like one of my pretty much my best mate passed away. Um, yeah, some so, um, yeah. So ever since then, like I don't know. I just like. I feel like it just changed my outlook on life. 
It does, I think. Like, I just wake up and I just appreciate everything. Like, I'll go outside and I just can sit outside and I just look around and just appreciate the world and just appreciate everything that it has. I don't know if that's something that you you find as well. No, 100%. I think... um... I think, like, for me, Tony was a very, very big character. He was yeah. He was misunderstood by many, but people like myself, it was very, it was very close, to, and he understood where everything came from. And I think that's why I always had an unconditional love, no matter what we went through. It was like we always, we, we always had that connection. And it was more than, even if we went together, it was always that, it's like two cousins or two brothers. You fall yeah. out, you always love each other. It's always there, you know? So it's like, you're always going to be in that person's life. So I think yeah. if someone like that passes, it only teaches you to, the only thing I wanted to do now is become a better person. Yeah. Like do the things that I'm in this world to do, share that love more and do whatever I can. Like yeah. just to leave a good impact, a good mark in this world. Because even yeah. sometimes if, you know, everyone doesn't have the best, everyone doesn't always have the most beautiful past or whatever. Who cares? That's yeah. what makes people who they are, you know, and it's that's the whole point in life. You're supposed to go through things to make mistakes, to learn from it, and for, to grow. And it's yeah. all these people that don't give you a chance to do that, like to hell with them. The other people that show you that's what people need. People need more love, they need more understanding, you know, they need more push, they need more motivation, they need yeah. more communication, especially in our culture and the black and brown culture, especially like we need to talk more, we need to express that. Yeah. People are so angry and that's fine and I get it and even when I talk to a lot of people, I'm just like, this person's frustrated and I want to try it, but sometimes you know it's not your place that that person needs to find it for himself, but it's yeah. also it's, it's just knowing that it's you know, opening up, being honest, being true to yourself, being true to others and just you know, having a good heart, really, and just doing what's yeah. good in life. And again, you have a gift, you have a calling, you have to use that, you have to put that out into the world, you know. Yeah. Only good will come back from that. Then your couple of films, then you can share with other people. You can literally, and that's what I want to do, you know. I really want to go, my bigger goals in life is really to go out into the world, you know, work with kids, to different people, like in any way that I find could be healthy or beneficial to give yeah. people opportunities, to give people chances, to give people different perspectives in life, you know? So this music is definitely a part of that journey that I want to be on one day, do you know what I mean? That's definitely going to take me there. So that's why, again, now, with everything that's happened, with T, just everything that he yeah. taught me, the way he believed in me, the way he motivated me, the way he pushed me was like nobody in life, you know? Yeah. Um, even like my other brothers, but what it did teach me is like, it really put me back in touch with what I'm here to do, like the bigger picture. Yeah. Like, F all this bullshit, I don't have time for it. Do you know what I mean? It really did put me back in touch with And it's sad because it obviously took me a long time to, and a lot of pain and a lot of, like, horrible, when I say horrible, I'd say natural parts of grief yeah, that you had to yeah. go through to, like, realise that. And the realisations I had were, like, they were heartbreaking. They were, you know, they made me regret a lot of things. I had to work through that and... Really, yeah. I did almost like my healing myself. I'm still on that healing journey, which is a beautiful thing. But I know he's around me. I know all my loved ones. He's no longer here. It's still here. They're within me. They're, yeah, you know, he's, you know he's always that. there. That gives, me, that gives me strength and I carry that. And I know anytime I do something, I hear, bro, I hear his, 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 his voice is there. 
you know, yeah. and then it's the same with the people I have around me now. Like when I look around me, I truly am blessed. I truly am grateful for the people that I have in my life, the people that believe in me, the people that um they just give me that push, they give me that support, that that um platform to kind yeah. of to do what I do, to find myself, to find who Clarissa Woods is and my brand and build on that and just be real and natural to myself. Again, like exactly how I mean I grew up on I grew up in the generation of the Mickey Mickey Ferraris, the Tony Jules and the Sammy Omar, you know, like where yeah. they were our olders coming in. They, were, they didn't have olders, but they were opening up doors and checking down doors for our generation. But everything that everybody's doing now, whether they realise it or not, it's because of these people. Yeah. And that's I, I forever, I forever, like I show respect and I pay respect and homage to everybody that came before me and anybody. And that's even going back in the game when it comes to hip hop. Yeah. We need to take it all the way back to America to start a time when it did. Do you know what I mean? It should remember where it came from so it doesn't get diluted. Yeah, I think it's something that we always need to remember, the kind of forefather of hip-hop. Yeah, um, like definitely. The, even, yeah, even like like gangster at like NWA and what they did and what they actually stood mm-hmm. for. And, the fact and that what they stood for, exactly. It wasn't just gangs and guns. Like, that's not what they stood for. They, they stood for the minority, but any minority. Like public yeah. enemy as well. They just stood for yeah. the people that needed support and the people that were exactly. And for so. all the people that got taken out for standing for that before them, who were standing up for what's absolutely right in yeah. life and what is everyone's God given fucking birthright, you know, that obviously certain countries so and, and like, let me just not even get into that right now yeah. because you know we all know what it is and I will speak on it someday but it's a very I guess it's a very deep situation for for a lot of us do you know what I mean so again it is you're like you're right it's a message they were ready to put out what they stood for and I think that's what you need to remember again like Fela Kuti said musical is a spiritual thing you know you stand for something and you go for yeah. anything I think it's just like leaving the world a better place as well and as you said I think like it's those like kind of darker moments and the pain that mm-hmm. also like makes you appreciate the good times as well, um, yeah, and it exactly. makes you sort of yeah, it just makes you think about the good things I suppose in life, and that yeah. there'll always be that sort of thing. I think you have to take from that, you know, if you're not learning from things, then I don't really know what you know. And I, I just sometimes I do I feel, I feel for people to see people that maybe you know it takes them a bit a bit longer or whatever but everyone has their own I guess a different time to process different things or whatever. Um but yeah it is it's all it's everything that we go through in life is literally to be learned from and that's why I do I've I always encourage people or people come around me and they're like you just have such a calm presence and I'm like good I'm glad you could feel that because I hope people have that more in life. You know I'm a very much a person who likes to spend a lot of time myself as well because I yeah. like to reflect. I like to really kind of just again stay stay kind of aware, stay conscious, keep myself focused on track and kind of that have that clarity as well. So you know that, that yeah, every, every time I've met you, I've been like you've just been really warming and welcoming. Like by the way, we spoke like once or twice, I think, but. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Right. Every time, like even just like, you said hello at a gig or whatever, you just you can feel the the warm energy, um, and you can feel that from yourself and from as other artists like like Ben yeah. as well. He just radiates yeah. that energy. Yeah, 
um, it's just that genuine energy 100% yeah just genuine love and energy and I think it just radiates um, from a lot of you guys yeah 100% Hey, pretty little thing, I'm iced and I'm flying. They call me Clara Cita. Call me up in the night, up in the day. It was real nice to meet ya. Put it in pie, look me in my eye. Tell me that you're never gonna lie. Baby, call me Mama Cita. Beach life like by Felicia. Cash flies, small feelings no more. I'm looking real, hella cute, and I'm loving some more. I'm doing things that we've done before. Had to leave it like behind, I'm headed for more. I'm a good girl, hood girl, yeah, cute girl, not worried who broke on my door. I'm a good girl, hood girl, yeah, cute girl, not worried who broke on my door. Like, uh. I eat pie on a plate Pass the time, fettuccine on my steak Glass of wine, taste every last grape I've been loving luxury Spending all my time on me, we can't meet up I've been chilling overseas Sipping on Hennessy with my feet up New strip, fat, my hair down New what, new number, who this? I've been aiming for the ice in my wrist And I know that you wish that you looked like this Eighteen and we working real hard We ain't stopping cause we shooting for the stars Cute girls and you know we moving hard Keep simple cause you know we stay in charge A cameo Tucking in my ex's ear You should be a couple Don't even get me started on that It's not worth the trouble Screaming on my name Loving in your little bubbles Sipping martinis I make them shots double I've earned what I have And I'm not gonna let anyone take it from me This is a warning 
Actually, um, I know you said that you kind of were quite influenced by US and stuff like that. Um, same, same as me, pretty much. Um, I kind of grew up on that. But when did you like first hear Scottish hip hop, and did that influence you? And how did that influence you, sort of thing? Well, like, what did you think of it the first time you, you kind of you kind of heard it? I first Scottish music. I actually don't know, you know, because. I know that I was doing it for a minute since I was like maybe 17. Yeah. And then I don't think I, at the point, I didn't know any females. No, I didn't actually. I didn't know any females in any Scottish hip hop. Yeah. I just know like other girls from around about that were singers or like in bands. So yeah. okay, I would say that kind of was more like mm-hmm. singers. Like you had like Angel, you had Nikita and stuff. Yeah. And I think I was the only kind of one that doing this background because every time I went somewhere to do it, it was just me and very man him. Yeah. You know, so, it was always just me and guys. Um, but and again, they were, all them guys were more like, again, like Nigerian, um, American, London-based. So it wasn't, again, it wasn't even like Scottish rap music. So I first came, I don't, honestly, I don't know when I first... I yeah, do you remember the, the like, first one you had? Or? I think it was probably like a years going back so maybe someone like what all them guys me it was probably like probably Gasp and then obviously Shogun when Vulcan sort of went no, it was, um, no, kind it was, of um, but, it was guys before that it was like Lumo's guys oh yeah Lumo uh, subs and stuff and um, uh, oh, what, what's the group called then I keep forgetting what the hell stop I don't know who a whole done a whole show with these guys. I put them a couple of shows as well, really cool guys. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna get their names on we'll punch them in there because I want the names to be in this as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. You know, and it's actually again, again, it's through Tony that I started hearing all these kind of Scottish guys and rappers, you know, you used to go hang out with them like before the little one two or whatever, and that's when I you start I would hear all the names, then obviously up to standard came and I'd hear all the names I gave to them. I was like, Oh, these are all those guys from there, you know? Yeah. Um, and then I started obviously doing like more female Scottish rappers and stuff like that. And I was like, Okay, like this was at, at this point, like it, it became a thing. I would definitely say in the last couple of years, it's just kind of it's like really became a thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's sort um, of um, I think I'm dead I think it was Dead Sound as a group. Dead that, Sound, well, yeah. That's a come on. Yeah. That yeah, was it. Yeah. Um, but I think, yeah, I think a lot of people kind of hit that was the first guys they heard. <laughs> um, but then also, I feel like it hasn't really went like, well, I spoke about before, but I didn't really listen to Scottish rap until I started making beats. Um, oh. And then I was like kind of looking for local rappers. Just sort of jump on it, and then that's when I realized, like, oh my god, there's more than like three Scottish rappers, there's like such a big community, there's a history that's been around, like, like hip hop in any other country, like, it's been here since the end of the 90s, and uh, 
Uh, it's yeah, changed yeah. and all that. So yes. Actually, there's a my brother put me onto a couple other guys. I think he's a comedian as well. It was like Boston Baps, and this guy was sick, and that's why I'm back back in the day. So I guess could it have been Weed D? Was it? I think it yes, was, it yeah. was Weed I think it was Weed But I, I seen it on a video, and then I actually done a show in the Bum Shack. Yeah. He was there as well. He was doing the same show that night. Um, and that's when I kind of really came into the scene. So I think what it was like, I was actually. I think being like growing up mixed race as well, like I, where I grew up, I was not really in a scene where it was like a lot of people even doing music or it wasn't in that. Yeah. I mean, the Scottish thing was def, like, um, I wouldn't say it was more of a, but back then it was like more obviously a lot of white guys and stuff as well. So yeah. I think me, like I wasn't in that kind of, in the end, like, and, like that's it definitely a rougher side of that than what I would do, do you know what I mean? So it's yeah. definitely two kind of different two different um worlds, I think. So when I started stepping into that, I realised like, oh shit, there's a lot of people, a lot of guys has been doing this, do you know what I mean, for a minute as well. So and a lot of girls yeah. as well, a lot of females. It's it's definitely one of those things that you don't, you don't realise till afterwards, like how sort of big the scene is. Um, it's just because obviously the, the accent was never a popular thing. Like hip hop is hip hop regardless, you know what I mean? Yeah, but exactly. I'd never had a Scottish accent badly, and I'd step back then, I would have been like, what is that? I just would have been disgusting. See, here. I wasn't but, keen on it as well. See, when I first heard it, I was like, mm. but the more I listened to it, and the more just, yeah, I grew up, and I just realised that, yeah. It doesn't matter what accent, hip hop. That is hip hop. Like using your accent is hip hop. Like that's a hundred, and it's your energy behind it. See people like Kushka, like her energy. She comes with her energy. There's a guy I think it's called Mc, Mc, McCoy, McCoy, or McCoy is insane. He's probably my favorite Scottish rapper. Is that the guy say. with the tattoos? Is that the guy? Yeah, tattoos? he's got the kind of eye tattoo, like the kind of teardrop. He, I heard him on one cipher. He done the like um, what's his name? See, I get, I'm so bad with names, so please don't hit me or whatever. But was it the Scottish cipher, the one with um, Scottish like Melrose and stuff? Yeah. Yeah, he went hard. That was a sick cipher. His energy, that he was the one person who had energy, it just came through different. His energy is insane. I yeah. like that. And I yeah, think that's that... a big thing. And hip hop as well, it is, it's your energy, and it's that's what stands out to me. The specific people with the energy that comes from. Like talking about McCroy, he was the first Scottish rapper I heard, and I was like, "Oh my god, he's actually insane!" But see, track Outlaw, it's it's like on my playlist constantly. Like yeah. I don't know if you've had it, but it's, that's what that's what hit him on the map. So I we definitely need to give that a listen. It was pretty mad. Yeah. But um, in terms of the scene, the scene it's it's amazing to see Glasgow, everybody coming up, like they're coming up, you know. Um, I think it's been a long time coming and I definitely we've got a new generation now, which is it just brings a whole other a whole other vibe, do you know what I mean? Which is yeah. exciting. It's just and it's good to see everyone given the opportunity now, finally. You know, but should have should have but should have would have could have, whatever, you know, it's finally happening. Just here to kind of keep that movement going, you know, and it's we're here, we've always been here, we're not going anywhere, do you know what I mean? Like it's happening. Yeah, yeah it was about it's kinda of like about time that it kind of got into the mainstream and I feel like it is slowly getting in the mainstream now, like Scottish hip hop and just hip hop generally, especially the fact that like in the US is like the biggest genre. You hear a lot of like adverts now, a lot of talk overs about that here, their Scottish accents and I'm like, so they could put strong Scottish accents like that. 
that out. Like our, like my accent, I would definitely say is a little more diluted. It can sometimes be a bit more Scottish, but it's definitely more diluted. Do you know what I mean? International yeah. in that sense. I think because I've lived in like different places, different countries, and stuff, and travelled a lot. But um, I definitely think it's time. I think it's when I look back to think, well, I had to always look out with my own country to find things that I couldn't. Do you know what I mean? Like gig yeah. after week, the international artists come to. It just wasn't my scene back here. And I think, well, obviously, Scotland's like, was a more white-dominated country, do you know what I mean? But that, yeah. I did realise as well, I'm like, it makes me happy now to know that the youngers, they have what is, like, theirs, and, you know, they have their own kind of culture here now, do you know what I mean? Which makes it fun. Yeah. Back then, we didn't have that, do you know what I mean? So it's, like, building that together, and now, like, we're finally getting that, so, yeah. Yeah, it's good to see that, like, other genres, apart from, like, indie rock is getting a chance in Scotland because I feel like mm. that's where everything was at and that's what everybody thought and about as that, Scottish sort of thing. That's what everyone pushed. Even me growing up, it was like, I would do what I love, but it was like, yeah. so why don't you do rock or why don't you do that? And it's like, well, why do you keep pushing me to do that just because that's the thing here? Like, this is not what I do. Yeah, exactly. you know, and I can, I, I'm all for experimenting, but let me do what I do first. Let me go through that, do you know what I mean? And I'll get to that. So they're just always, and I think that was a big thing because it was always very indie, what based everything, even like yeah. the mixed race girl going up. It's, oh, you should do this, you should do it. Oh, but a mixed race girl, how they here doing what? Okay, I can see your vision, but that's not what I do. So I'm not going to do something that doesn't feel true to me, you know? I feel exactly what you're saying because for me, as like, as like a South Asian, like Indian, like born in Scotland, um, mm-hmm. people have an expectation of what they think I should be or the okay, music right. that I make. Um, and I spoke to Capo on it in the last episode. Don't know if you heard it, but we were talking about just how the expectation that we have to, yes, yeah, sound a certain way. We have to have Indian influence in our music and we, we, we don't really make rock music and yeah, all that stuff. And yeah. It's like it's just when like people are putting you in boxes that it just narrows it. So people just assume that you're just one thing when you can be like different it, things. I feel like people with that mindset now, it's just like you're still there, it's 2022. Yeah, nah. Do you know what I mean? People are moving, we're grooving, we're doing our things, do you know what I mean? Exactly. So yeah, I know what you mean. And I feel like yeah, some things are like Bye-bye. I don't even know if you can handle it. The skins of this, she fucking with the baddest chick. Me and my girls, we running, all we managing. Nails drip, take a drip, got me pedaling. I'm a full packaging. Take a break, bring it back and be loaded. I love the way that I'm feeling inside. Maybe I'll give you my time. Some others
next about being a, a female rapper and how you think it's different or more difficult or how has it been for you um, and just generally? It's been very interesting, not going to lie, I think because obviously I started doing this when I was younger and I really didn't have a clue what I was doing. I was just yeah. trying to do something I enjoyed, just trying to find a way in it or whatever, you know, then I was obviously coming along, coming um, crossing paths with different people, different producers, or just different people that done little bits here in their home studios or whatever. Um, mm. So I think for me it was it was um it was interesting again because it's very because I was a female people they don't take you serious at first they just yeah. see this pretty young girl they try to take you along or sell you little dreams or you start seeing the little kisses and a text and yeah. oh, you come over and chill and watch stuff and you don't reply and then that's going to start getting salty so I've dealt with that from such a young age and I think because I always grew up around a lot of men in my life my brother yeah. and my 
cousins, my big cousins, my little cousins. It was always guys around me. I was always very street savvy, street smart. So I always knew what was going on. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I was very naive as well, but I was definitely I knew inside, like I know what's going on here type thing. So I would always just kind of be like, oh, like swear that or whatever. But then I always noticed I would always come back to like, oh, you know, you know, very good track or this or whatever. But all the different little things and people just then. Makeup, but when really you just sit in here as a girl, you're just like, Bob, I know exactly what's going on right here. You can say whatever you want, you can tell anybody whatever you want, but yeah. I know what's up, so I don't really care. So I just move around that. You know, it took me years, I'm not going to lie, it took me years. And I think again, I didn't really have a clue what I was doing, I wasn't really developing certain sites. I don't know, I was just trying different things and just going with the phone, obviously going through different like experiences growing up at that point. Yeah. Well. So it was tough. It was tough also to try and tell my story without um being too vulnerable. I think because I was young, I was very it's like you can go out there, you can do certain things and it can yeah. It can be that, do you know what I mean? You don't realise at that age that maybe you shouldn't have went out and said that or this, that or whatever, do you know? So um, it, it took me a long time to even kind of, I had my people around me who knew what I'd done, who fucked with me, who was always like my day ones, but it was like I wasn't really going out there and giving that to the world or whatever, or I'd go to different kind of, um, places to do that like for example when I would start like obviously in college you would go places like people people to perform in a band that you'd mix the rap up with this and yeah and Vogue, what's it going to be you know you're putting your own kind of whatever on it but then actually when you get out do you know what I mean and like the kind of scene and everything like that is just a lot of politics and stuff like that. There's a lot of energies. I think I'm a I'm a I'm a empath I pick up in a lot of energy. So straight away yeah. when I walk in, I feel something. I don't like it. I don't like it. And it is what it is, you know. So um, it definitely took a long time to kind of develop, like and understand who I was, what I was doing, and again the message I was trying to put out. I didn't have a message back then. I'm so young. You're just going yeah. through life. You're cutting through. You're going through different things. Heartbreaks, breakups. Then the 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 whatever you know, um, college school, all of that. So it's like yeah. you then get to a certain point. For me now, I know exactly what I want to talk about, why I want to talk about it, and the message and what I hope to achieve behind it by putting this out and put it out wider audience and hoping it reaches a wider audience and speaks to people on a yeah. on a deeper level. You know, so it's um. I think the, the rap for me again, it was definitely more like let me do this because I can and it just puts me out there. But also I enjoy it. It put me in different scenes where I learned a lot of things. You know, I think yeah. this was a benefit for me being a, a single female kind of out here doing this myself as well. Like it really did teach me a lot of things by being in certain environments with different people and from professional to a bit more work here, home studios or whatever, you know, like so um yeah, and I feel like now I'm definitely at a point. I'm still developing, I think, so maybe always learning, growing, evolving, do you know what I mean? But yeah. um, I'm definitely more at a point now, like, do you know what I mean? I've been through the sound of, and I'm a person as well, once I do something, I'm quite ready to be like, right, okay. Um, not like, what's the next thing? But it's like, once I've done it, I'm like, okay, I've done it, and I've put it in yeah. area I wanted to, or maybe I didn't exactly want to, so let me go and do this now and this and da 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 you know it just keeps kind of flowing it's just like yeah it's like in a really a natural process and I've always said I don't care about age or time I believe like greatness is like it, it, it's developed over time 
do you think like men have a certain expectation of you and your sound or you generally? And do you think that was something that hindered um, um your music or not really? Some people, not all people, like when I first started, like first started going in the studio, again it was the like Jules, Tony, um again Chico and Corey. Again, my guys from they were all again Tony's from Nigeria, America, yeah. Chico's from LA, Corey's from I think he's from LA and New York as well. So I was always around the guys who were like, yo, like when you see something in you, you know, I'm big fan, you're already like you have an image, you just you're this type, but you have a different they saw things in me that I couldn't see at that age because I was just me, you yeah. know? Like, so they were, like, always, like, telling me, like, so they would put me in the booth at the first, I'd try to do something, but I was so shy. But when I wasn't around people, I would go in, but I was so shy when I would get around people, and I think because I looked so sweet and innocent, but then I'm like, <laughs> da, 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 like, just, like, doing my thing and go for it. So I don't know what it was, but I think the, I think there was definitely then a time where there was certain males that did maybe expect something or expect certain sounds or yeah. no, I'm not even saying expect, just had more like fear vision and I think me just being a bit more like open and like not really like this is what I do and da 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 it gave people the opportunity to be like right okay um this or that or whatever but I always had my input like even when I, I wrote one song called I'm Ready I wrote it with some other guy I told my story of something, then that person wrote it. But then there were certain words in there that I was like, it just feels like it's more new. Where I was like, this actually, if I change it to this, then this is like more what I'm talking about. You know, so be things like that. Like I like a lot of people, but I always have that. I always know how I want this to sound or what I want this to say or whatever, you know. Um, yeah. But then there definitely has been things as well, and a lot of things that's overwhelming that sometimes I do like. Like too many people in on a project where it just becomes different. I'm like, oh, this is it's too much. But again, it's all very fun because we're all independent. We're doing it ourselves. It's all self-funded, you know. Yeah. We get some wee bits of funding here and there, and going through all the same funding stuff this year for something else I'm about to be working on, which is an album that'll be coming out. Um, but everything else, it's you know, we're out here. We do what we have to do to get to where we need to be. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. We do it with good hearts. We I'm also blessed and grateful that I've went through everything that I went through and met people along the way because all these people have kept me right. Even if people have done stuff to me, it's kept me right personally because it shows me something or where I need to like work on and develop or take more control over. So I'm not giving that away, you know. So I feel like now me then and get my power back as well and understand and know who I am and what my message is. Yeah, you can definitely grow off other people like we've kind of mm. talked about throughout um throughout the pod uh, the podcast and I think yeah that just kind of shows that sometimes you need the other people around you to show the energy for you to to kind of go where you want to go. Mm-hmm. I was gonna do a wee game, a wee fun game I saw that um mm-hmm. okay. just before we go uh, which I thought would be That's quite it. fun. I've done it a couple of times but I thought I should bring it back, so I've got a few here. So we'll start with uh, Wu-Tang or ASAP Mob. 
Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was an easy one. I'll start off with an easy one. <laughs> um, I know you mentioned you didn't really listen to much sort of grime and stuff, but uh, grime or drill? Drill. Drill. Me too, to be honest. We're probably going to get hate for that, but oh well. <laughs> <laughs> um, future or Lil Wayne? Lil Wayne. Oh, well, to me, future, to me, the future is just like, oh, I feel like he's no more influential, way. honestly. I'm really, I'm really, I'm really, Damn. no. Hustle music, all that, no, 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 no. Halloween. Oh, <laughs> Love Halloween, though. Um, Kendrick or Cole? J. Cole? Yeah, Kendrick. Kendrick, yeah, me too. Yeah. <sighs> I love Nicole, but Kendrick, I'm super saying that album that you just dropped on repeat right now. Yeah. Jesus. Kendrick, the album's insane. I don't know if you've heard that, but it's mad. Yeah, that's insane. I love it. Very deep. It just, it feels more than hip-hop with flags, but like, if you get what I mean, it just feels like art. It feels, it just feels like... Oh, it feels yeah. art. It feels like he's just delivering his pain, he's tripping. I love him, but... He's just a musician at his, at his peak. No, we just need to appreciate it. No. I'm actually going to see Cole at a wireless festival in Birmingham soon. Oh. So that's going to be mad. Looking forward to that. First time I've ever seen him. So. Never seen him before. Have you got a ticket for the Kendrick gig in uh, November? I don't, but I've got tickets for all my life. Hey. Nice. 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 So it's going to spawn to the I think it was good. Yeah. Um, what another one? Lil' Kim or Biggie? Why would you do that? <laughs> to me, obviously it's Biggie. Want, obviously, everybody would say Biggie. Yeah. The female is well, yeah. though, and the way she came with that, oh my God. I know, she just destroyed the mic. <clears throat> That's why I put her in, because I wanted to, to see... Like just, I feel like the impact she made as a you know what? a female MC. I'm doing it for the girl then, so welcome. Yeah, go for it. Let's go. <laughs> welcome. I'm your seat in these streets and I wanna run in these beasts and I wanna run in these streets and I got the beast that I bag and I got cheese in the guap and I'm tryna feast in the wall. I got an attitude problem. You see me give you the problem. You see me rise to the top with a skip and a hop and you know I'm stop. I'm your seat in these streets and I wanna run in these beasts and I wanna run in these streets and I got the beast that I bag and I got cheese in the guap and I'm tryna feast in the wall. I got an attitude problem. You see me give you the problem. You see me rise to the top with a skip and a hop and you know I'm stop. Call me his little baby Tell them boy buy it, tell vacate Look at this fool trying to play me Look at this fool trying to play date Look at this queen trying to get rich Look at this queen on a pop shit All you hate is run away and eat dick All you hate is run away and eat dick I let the beast out the bag And I bundled all of the stacks And I took the girls out the back I took them back to the trap And I showed the reasons for this I showed the reasons for that I take your brush for the clout I take your brush for the clout 
yeah, again, going back to, do you know what I mean, knowing your roots and everything that you're doing there, do you know what I mean, no matter what, who you are, what colour, what race, what religion, I do not give a shit. Like, it's just like, whatever you connect with and feel with, like, connect with that, but understand it on a deeper level, do you know what I mean? And yeah. carry it through, do you know what I mean, on a higher level as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, but I was, it was really fun talking and I just wanted to ask you, what's next for you? Where are you going? What should we look out for in the next year? Um, I know you've got some projects and stuff in the works, but is there anything you can you can tell us about them? Well, I've got that album coming up, which is all the same dedication to Tony Jules. Um, I don't want to say too much about that, just because... Yeah, no worries. Between a few people, but that's definitely going to be coming out within... All about the next year. Meantime, nice. I am um, checking me out on Radio Buena Vida every second month, every fourth Wednesday. DJ Dream Girl playing about his R&B, hip hop, soul, all of that, all of that. Um, all so that. And then what else? I've got gigs coming up. I just got booked with Kim Hurts. That's Summer Night Festival, July 21st. Oh, and yeah, class. On July 1st, I've got Kelburn Festival, the Cardoon Party. I've just done Aberdeen Rise Up Festival. Which oh, yeah. Is night. Shout out to Radio Scotland, everybody there. Then before that, I've done, oh, done Edinburgh as well. That was my first gig of the year. That was where... Amplify, shout out everybody at Amplify as well. It was a really amazing night. So I'm honestly after everything that I think happened last year, I'm definitely you know, I'm on a good path, I'm focused and in a healthy place in my life. Things are moving, my career's moving, you know. And yeah, I do have to recognise, you know what I mean? I've worked for this, so I celebrate this and that's right. this and I'm just excited for everything that's become really, yeah, the album. But you're definitely going to tune in, definitely at the end of the year. You're probably going to see me traveling um, and documenting part of making my album as well. So, yeah, right now, quite a okay, but I've got a lot coming, so yeah. Yeah, I've been looking forward to, to getting you on for a while because um, I know a lot of people are sort of, I've been talking about you as kind of one of the, the folk that are going to really go somewhere with this rap thing. Um, mm-hmm. And I think you're you're doing that, especially when you're obviously one extra, um, which I did listen in and shout and out that. one extra. That's twice now. They were five on the radio show. Yeah, but... say that actually. When I first dropped, um, I actually problem that when straight on radio one extra, we do target shows again. So shout out DJ, DJ Target, we just prospect, shout out Richie, shout out Upstanding, everybody that came through, you know, um, and yeah. you know who you are. So yeah. Um, yeah, Class. a lot of reception though. A lot, a lot of reception. So yeah, love. Yeah. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. No worries. I think there's a lot more to come uh, from yourself. So I think we'll all be keeping our yeah, eyes peeled. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. definitely, man. I'm excited. Let's go. Cheers for coming along. Yo, Superman on the beat.